PlayStation. I'm chained. Hello everyone, welcome to PlayStation Unchained. It's Halloween! Well, it was Halloween, so I hope you all enjoyed Halloween last weekend. Man, this year's going by what? so fast. Well, it's Halloween, Halloween yeah, is but today, by, dude. yeah, but by the time this goes live, this goes live on oh, Wednesday. Okay. Halloween's right. not... Right. <laughs> Bring me all up. <laughs> uh, but anyway, there's Gary. Hey, Gary. Hey, I'm here ruining the podcast, as always. It's fine. Hello. I'm surprised I have the mental capacity to do podcasts over. I, I'm, uh, I think I'm at 160 wins in world tournament now. Oh my god, you're insane! <laughs> I think I put my phone on charge. Otherwise, I was going to use another stone. I've used so many stones. I'm, I'm going to do it, Gary. I'm going to be the best. <laughs> How are you doing? It's amazing. I'm all right, man. How are you? I'm not bad, thank you. Uh, what have you been up to this week? Oh, you know, just playing games, recording the podcast, stuff like that. Are you been playing more Guardians of the Galaxy? Hello? I guess Gary is gone. I guess we've lost Gary. Oh, hello? Sorry, hello? I accidentally moved my arm to adjust my headset and hit <laughs> the mute button. Okay. <laughs> so what was your question? I said, uh, have you been doing more Guardians of the Galaxy? Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I nice. decided to buy it because I wanted to give them my money because of how much I love it, <laughs> even though I already have a review copy. Um, it, it is, it's one of the best games this year, easily. Um, I'm still weighing it as my game of the year, actually, over Returnal right now. Um, mm, interesting. It's just so fantastic. I, I can't tell you guys how much I recommend this game. Um, buy it. Please buy it. Alfonso, how was your week? My good. I saw My Hero, which I will talk about next week, because that's anime. Um, other than that, I'm closing down on my 500 Platinum. I need like eight. Yeah, eight away to reach 500. So yeah, that is all. That's that's crazy. 500 Platinum. Talk about crazy, I guess. Let's bring in some news. Um, actually, this is an article I just saw on the website, PayUSU.com, that I hadn't actually clicked. But I want to click it now because it looks cool. Um, I'm a fan of the, uh, at least one of these franchises. But supposedly, Sony is looking, for, looking to resurrect both Infamous and Sly Cooper. For the PS5. Uh, Sly Cooper 4 was in 2013 and Infamous was also in 2014. So it's been a while since we've had one of the, you know, even one of them. Um, Alfonso. I love these franchise both. Both by Sucker Punch. Um, yeah, it, like you said, it's been a while for Sly. It's been a while for Infamous. I um, I need them. I need them on PS5, especially what we saw what Sucker Punch did with Ghosts on PS4 and what the it was due to um, update Ghost on PS5. Just imagine what they can do with Light and Infamous on PS5 architecture. Yeah, I need this. And I, I hope this is true because it's, it's a long time coming. People been dying, especially for Infamous. People have been dying for a new Infamous for a long time. And um, yeah, we need it. I, I'll even take Infamous Second, Second Son for a PS5 remaster. I'll even take that just, just to have it. Yes, I know they kind of gave it to us in the the PS Plus collection, but just to have updated graphics and 60 frames of second, I would I would take that as well. But yeah, long time coming, so I hope it's true. Um, Gary, uh, I'm I'm with Alfonso on this one. Um, I love both those franchises. Um, I I see Sly Cooper being more of a remake than a sequel, though. Um, I can see them bringing that back that way. Um, which is fine. Uh, I think Sony learned. Well, they didn't learn. They've always known, but I think this generation and the launch of the games that they've had so far on the PS5 have shown people kind of like the platforms, yeah. uh, the platformers with Ratchet and Clank and uh, Sackboy. A big adventure did pretty well for them. So I think platformers uh, for, for Sony are looking pretty nice. Mm -hmm. uh, as far as Infamous, um, maybe a sequel, maybe a different part of the city, uh, but I don't see Sucker Punch doing any of these games. I honestly think they're just working on a sequel to Ghost of Tsushima. Um, whatever studios Sony may have picked up might be doing them, but if those franchises are coming back, then I'm excited. And it kind of tells you that that live-action trailer they released that had a whole bunch of hints and nods to other games might be more than hints and nods. They might be essentially Sony telling you what franchises they're working on. So Because we know Sly Cooper and Infamous was one of the things people noticed in those so we'll see nice i'm hoping so because i, I said i liked him first so i'd be interested to see 
how that is in the next gen because the, the games were very pretty back in the day especially the one that was on ps4 it looked especially um there was like a the sequel ish wasn't there yeah. not a sequel but like, uh, a it expansion. Was kind of like an expansion yeah yeah um that halloween with the lights they had back then, I would love to see what it looks like with RTX, what they could do with it. And uh, ray tracing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, talking about games that will be coming out, we've got some information about the bonus, because we were told that there was going to be some bonus PSVR games out in November. And we also supposedly learned that PSVR 1 games will be backwards compatible with the PSVR 2. But I think everyone expected that anyway, so it was nice that it got confirmed. Um, mm-hmm. But there's three games that are announced until you fall. Walking Dead, Saints and Sinners, and The Persistence. I don't know why, but I was expecting Skyrim. And I'm kind of... I already have it, but I don't know. I was expecting Skyrim. Um, <laughs> Gary, is any of those you can um, pick up? Oh, well, obviously I'll pick them up. Uh, I still have my VR, but I just don't want to set it up to play it because it's such a hassle. So I'll probably play those games on my VR too. I finally get that. But um, I think with Skyrim, Ben, I think it's kind of obvious that since they're re-releasing Skyrim again this year... That's why you're not getting it for free. <laughs> but, um, uh, yeah, those games, uh, I hear The Walking Dead Saints and Sinners is one of the best VR games on the market right now. So that's pretty cool. Uh, the cool thing about Persistence is, even though we're getting it as part of PlayStation VR, you can actually turn VR off in that game and play it normally. So we're technically getting an extra PS Plus game to play. So that's pretty cool. Um, and what was the last one, Ben? Uh... What did you say? What were the two you said? Uh, Saints and Sinners and Persistence is the one. No, uh, Walking Dead. Oh no, Until You Fall. Yeah, I have no idea what Until You Fall is. So cool, I guess. But yeah, they're giving out VR games, even though VR is still kind of almost impossible to find. Um, it's going to be interesting to see what happens with VR too. Like, if there's a shortage for PS5s and Xbox Ones or Xbox Series right now, I don't even want to know what kind of shortages they're dealing with with VR. Um, especially with Oculus and VV and so many others in the VR scape right now. Um, it's it's going to be interesting to see. Uh, maybe this is why we haven't really seen VR2 yet. Maybe they're just, they just know they can't produce enough units to, to meet what they believe will be the demand for it right now. Mm-hmm. I don't think that'll be an issue because VR is expensive on top of your already expensive PS5. So... You've only got a specific market that will buy at launch. Um, so I don't think it's a stock issue. I just think they're just waiting for now to make sure that there's a... Because you're selling an add-on on top of your console. So you've got to make sure that your console is being able to be sold before you're able to sell something to go with it. So it's probably more about the PS5 stocks than anything. But is there really a problem with the PS5 stock? I, we know for a fact that there is. But yeah. with it selling how it's selling, like, can you really call it a shortage at this point? Um, yeah, they can get more sold, obviously, if they can produce more, but they're just selling like hotcakes. It's almost a year now, and you can't get them. They just go instantly online, and people still lining up around stores if they sell them in stores waiting. Um, but like, I, it, it's starting to feel to me that it's not like they can't produce enough uh, because of chip shortages. It feels like they just can't produce enough to meet mm-hmm. demand is more what it's looking like to me. I know it's because of the chip shortage. Everybody knows that, but I'm just, from a consumer standpoint, and how yeah. fast they're going, and how well it's selling, I, th- I feel like they just selling it faster than they can produce it, which is kind of what was a problem with Nintendo with, with the Wii when it first came out. They had ridiculous shortages for the Wii because the demand was so high. Um, obviously, towards the end of its life cycle, nobody wanted a Wii, and they just overflooded the market with it. But... It's, started, it's kind of feeling the same way right now, in my opinion. Any thoughts? Alfonso. Um, as for the games, I'm getting all three just because, um, like I mentioned last last time we talked about PSVR, I only had mine for four days and I turned it back because of my condition. So I, I want to play every game I, I possibly can get. As for uh, backwards compatibility, it made sense um, that they announced this because just to reassure c- consumers, because... It's bad enough we can't get PS1 and PS3 on PS5. It, it would have been a hassle if they said, oh, it's not compatible. Uh, the second gen is not compatible with first gen games. And that would have been more, uh, Sony would have been more hot water served with, the, you know, with us consumers. So um, I'm glad it's compatible with PS4 games. And um, yeah, I'm curious, like Gary, so I'm curious to see how this is going to work out in terms of demand and, and shortage and all that. So, But yeah, I, I am getting a PS4 VR2 day one. 
just because it's been what five years? Yes, five years since I last played one, last used one. So yeah, I, I'm looking forward to it. Oh, it would have been a disaster if PSVR wasn't backwards compatible. Oh, An yeah. absolute disaster. I don't think anybody would buy a PSVR too because they'd have no faith in yeah. the lineup of games, and it's like, and it, it will hurt a lot of the developers too because they're like, okay, well, nobody's gonna be able to play our games now unless they have the old headset, which again is almost impossible to find right now. Mm-hmm. Um, it would have been an absolute disaster for Sony if that was the case. I buy I that was... game, and there's a melee fighter that came out last year. Oh, nice. It's a roguelike melee fighter, it says on oh, on PSU.com. Though. Mm-hmm. Um, now, now to move to a game that I think doesn't really exist, even though everyone says it still exists, and I don't believe them. Um, Skull and Bones! <laughs> it's still supposedly a thing. Um, uh, anyway, by Nibblem. I don't know if Nibble Nibble Lion on Twitter. Skull and Bones will eventually come. Us for back, begone, beyond, beyond Good and Evil 2. I consider it dead. If not, I'll look completely different compared to what we've seen so far. Um, it's weird. I don't know what's going on. Uh, by the way, about Beyond God, Good and Evil 2. One of the people that are supposed to be working on the soundtrack followed me on Twitter a while back. It's weird. But hello. Oh. Hello. <laughs> I wish I could do music. You're more talented than I am. Um, he probably thinks you're a musician. <laughs> but so Chili, that sounds like a DJ name. <laughs> Skull and Bones, it exists supposedly. I don't believe it. Um, Alfonso, by the way, if you, you, know, I don't, totally... you don't remember, it's the pirate game. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I totally forgot about this until you mentioned this now, and I just looked up right now, and I forgot Ubisoft has a part in this. So no, thank you. I, I'm done with Ubisoft. So uh, yeah, no comments. <laughs> Does Ubisoft leave you Ubisoft? <laughs> Uh, Gary? Yeah. Um, you know, Skull and Bones, I actually thought it looked pretty fun when they first showed it off. Um, I know it was just, like, essentially taking the the naval combat from Assassin's Creed and turning it into its own game. Um, but it, it clearly it, it fell off of Ubisoft's radar because I think it had an identity crisis. Um, they showed off all these cool boats and it was a multiplayer game. And then the more they showed of it, the more I was like, why are they showing stuff that doesn't apply to the game? And the stuff I'm talking about is when they showed like, oh, you can have a captain and this is what he looks like. You can customize the captain. And it's like, why? Why am I customizing the captain if I'm never going to see the captain in the game outside of the menu screen? Um, and I think this is where the game has had a major identity crisis. And I'm pretty sure throughout its development, it went through, okay, it's a multiplayer game, and I think the reaction to it being multiplayer only wasn't what Ubisoft wanted, and they are probably like, okay, instead of just Navy combat, why don't you try to add some on-foot, on-land combat too, so then they try to do that, and maybe they're like, okay, add a campaign to it, and then the engine was too hard to make a campaign with, if you're on-foot and stuff. I'm sure there's a lot of shit that happened here, that we don't know about that's affected the game. Um, what it is now, I have no idea because we haven't seen it <laughs> since that official launch trailer. Not launch trailer, the official un- unveiled trailer. So whatever the hell it is, I don't know. I don't think Ubisoft will give up on it uh, simply because it's another multiplayer game they can make a quick buck on before you know people stop playing it. But I wouldn't be surprised if Skull and Bones becomes part of Assassin's Creed Infinity or Infinite, whatever the fuck that thing is going to be called. Um, and they'll integrate it into that one, and it's just going to be the, the same naval combat game with the Assassin's Creed license attached to it. Um, that's my theory on it. As far as Beyond Good and Evil 2, um, I don't know what more I can add to it that I haven't said in the past. Um, I've always said when they first announced that there's absolutely no way this game is going to come out on the PS4. Um, Obviously, that's not going to happen now. And then I saw another trailer where they actually had some more gameplay and single-player stuff that they showed off. Well, not single-player, story stuff. Um, And when they saw that and how they talked about, oh, we're going to have this entire system where everything is to scale and you can travel the galaxy go into any planet and the cities and everything are going to be to scale in a way like no man's sky is but on a much bigger bigger level um where you can go into an entire metropolis 
stop your ship wherever you want, explore it completely, every nook and cranny. I'm like, no, you can't do it. It's not feasibly possible. I don't care what system, what engine you're doing it on. It's not possible right now. Um, and I still feel that way. And the fact that we haven't seen anything about it. I know they had a big showcase at E3 where they announced the whole stuff. Oh, community can develop stuff for our game and we'll put it in. Submit our um, art for us. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, do art for us. They had this whole campaign, and it was at that time where I was like, okay, this is actually happening. Ubisoft is really pushing this forward. I'm really excited. And then after that, it's gone. What happened to it? Um, and again, I feel like this is another move where Ubisoft have stepped in, and the direction that Ubisoft is going beyond Good and Evil 2 just doesn't fit in their direction. Um, whatever the direction is, to me, that direction is multiplayer games multiplayer microtransaction filled loot box games that is their direction and beyond good and evil doesn't fit in that direction um and the reason i feel this is the direction is like where the hell is prince of persia fans of time remake you know we saw it it was supposed to come out the year that we saw it and then it gets delayed and we haven't seen a single fucking screenshot of it since what happened to it what is ubisoft doing to that game to put it in whatever their direction is I guarantee you when that game comes out, it's going to be a fucking episodic game. So they can sell you five different parts of that game as individual games. I guarantee you it's going to be an episodic game. And it might not be just the Sands of Time. They might just throw in the the second game and the third game. I don't even remember what they're called. The I'll trilogy is going to be the trilogy. I feel like they just had, because of all the negative feedback it got, they had to redo all the graphics because it did look horrendous. I'm sorry, but... I think redoing... I'm sorry, but redoing the graphics should in my opinion, be this long of a delay. I, I just don't. And what exactly are you going to change the graphics to? It's still going to be a cartoony-looking game. You're not going to make it look super realistic. No, but it looks so bad. You may bad. as well just redo the game. Yeah, I guess. I never thought Prince of Persia Sands of Time looked good in the first place on the PS2, but that's just my opinion. Um, I just, I don't, I don't know what, to, what Ubisoft is doing. I, I just feel like their direction is completely different from the direction of the games they had in development. Um, so we'll see. With Beyond Good and Evil 2, um, like he said, if, if it's still in development, it's going to be completely different from what we know, from what we've seen. And I 100% believe that. So Okay, supposedly it it's planned to be launched before April 2023. The Sands of Time. Prince of Persia Sands of Time? Yeah. <laughs> so they delayed it an entire two years. Oh, before. Wow. Supposedly before. It'll be, so sometime in between but- it. You know they're going to wait until the last minute. Somewhere between it's April gonna be, 1st. It's going to come out March 2023. Sometime between April 1st, 2022 and March 31st, 2023. How are you going to give a timetable like that? Get out of here. <laughs> You're going to wait until the last goddamn minute. <laughs> Giving yourself all this leeway. It's going to come out March 2023. And nobody's going to give a shit about it. I guarantee it's going to be an episodic game. Or they're going to be like, oh look, we added co-op multiplayer to Prince of Persia. Enjoy it in multiplayer fashion. It's sad. I fucking hate it. I uh, every E3 that happened, the only time I looked forward to an Ubisoft press conference is to see the last game they show in a press conference because the last game was always a cool surprise, and I fucking loved it. And it always looked cool. They did it with Watch Dogs. You're like, holy shit, what is that? That looks really cool. Um, God, what else did they do it with? I'm trying to remember how many games they did it with. I mean, Ghost Recon as well, and Division. Mm-hmm. The division was the division. Yeah, they deal with the division. You saw the division for the first time. Yeah. Like, holy shit! What is that? Look at this. Looks like an incredible game. Obviously, it, they everything they showed in that trailer they removed and replaced with simple shit. Um, but it still looked really cool. So I always looked forward to seeing that game at Ubisoft's press conference. Now I don't even want to turn on my computer to watch any of their press conferences because it's the same bullshit garbage all the time. Um, I'll be honest, that wasn't my favorite part of Ubisoft conferences. I liked it. It was up there. That was like my second favorite part. My favorite part of Ubisoft conferences is what kind of batshit crazy Just Dance promotion is going to be. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a thing. I, I, I'm sorry, that's but a thing. the different suits and different things that would go on stage. That was that yeah. was my Ubisoft. I didn't care about anything else. I don't even care about Just Dance. I just like to see the show that they bring <laughs> <laughs> yeah it makes sense and, and you know it's just gotten so bad with Ubisoft now they're sending you emails telling you hey why are you not playing our games anymore 
how they're doing with Far Cry 6. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Don't send me an email telling me that I'm not playing your game. I know I'm not playing your game because I don't want to play your game. <laughs> yeah, so it's it's ridiculous. But that's my theory and ideas of what's going on with those games. Alfonso, I can't remember if I asked you. Did I? I, I yeah, you. you did. Okay. Now this is a topic for Gary. I feel like this is the, the, <laughs> the Gary topic. Um, the first image of the Warner Brothers Smash Style Fighter multiverse has supposedly leaked. Yes! <laughs> um, I'll be honest, I'm looking forward to this as well. Um, but supposedly the leaked characters has Steven Universe, Adventure Time, Batman slash Harley Quinn, Superman slash Wonder Woman, Gandalf, Rick and Moy, Tom and Jerry, Bugs Bunny, new character top left. Um, the image has got a bit deleted, which makes it even more realistic that this is true. Um, yeah, and Warner Brothers have taken a, any videos pertaining to that image off of the YouTube yeah. by copyright, so, so that essentially confirms that it's real. I want to play Rick from Rick and Morty so far, and Shaggy. <laughs> so, those, that, yeah, anyway. it's interesting. Don't yeah, it's go. interesting because Shaggy was one of the first characters that got leaked, right? And yet he's not on that character select screen <laughs> that, they, that they leaked out in the image. I'm really confused why it's Batman slash Harley Quinn and Superman slash Wonder Woman because I don't see how Batman and Harley Quinn can play the same in any way, shape, or form. Um, if it's a character skin swap or whatever. Um, maybe plus, they're two different by, maybe character like, select images. Yeah. I can say maybe it's Batman slash Harley Quinn because it's the same franchise. Like, all the others oh, only ma- have one from each. No, Finn and Jake is the Adventure Time, right? I think so, yeah. Yep. Yeah, but okay, but anyway, th- those aren't in the in the Twitter either. That's just as Adventure Time. So yeah, I think any character that there might be two of the same franchise is what they put the slash on. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and then for Adventure Time, even though there's two characters, and uh, they, they've just put that. <laughs> so. Um, yeah. Um. But, you also missed out on Tom and Jerry as well. He's yeah. in the character select screen. Um, yeah. I'm super excited for this. To be honest with you. Um. Uh, I think Smash Brothers is obviously a very popular game. I also feel it's the game you play with your friends if you want to break up friendships very easily. Um, Nickelodeon obviously has done their own Smash Brothers game recently that just came out, which I hear is actually pretty good. Um, So Warner Brothers is kind of doing the same thing. They obviously have a very massive lineup of characters they can use, not just DC, like you said, you know, Adventure Time. They have all the Warner Brothers animated characters bugs bunny daffy duck space jam which i guess lebron james is supposedly going to be one of the characters as well um i don't know why it's not michael jordan should be michael jordan um but i'm actually excited i actually like the art style uh that they're kind of going for um i think wonder woman looks pretty damn cool and sexy in it um there's actually two more images that leaked. I don't know if you saw those, Ben, but it's two images of stages. Um, and one of them, I believe, is a Rick and Morty stage with uh, Morty's head floating in the background because you see his fucking spiky hair and shit. Um, or is it, which one is the doctor? That's Morty, right? No, the doctor's Rick. Okay, Rick. Yeah, sorry, Morty's Rick. the grandson. Yeah, yeah. With, with Rick's spiky hair in the background. Um, th- there were two images that leaked of that, which got taken down pretty quickly, but I got to see it. Um, but yeah, the stage looks just like a Smash Brothers type stage, and I think the image had Wonder Woman. Um, I think it was Tom and Jerry on the other side. But I'm excited for it. <laughs> I, I heard they're saying it's going to be free to play game, which yeah. I'm not. It's blah for me. I don't like that. But it also kind of makes sense to be a free to play game because I think Brawlhalla from Ubisoft is free to play, and that's very successful for them. So maybe they're kind of looking at that model uh, to go off of. Plus, you know. It's free to play, and they can just sell you the characters. Um, you know, Fortnite is free to play, and that sells has millions of rev- dollars in revenue from DLC packs that people can buy. So I see it kind of the same way. Oh here. yes, like, like I said, what? Oh, Animaniacs could be on it. Exactly. You really think back how much licenses Warner Brothers has, and there's a stupid amount of characters they can use. Smallville, so. supposedly. I'm looking at some of the one of. Warner Media Television programs. Um, mm-hmm. Friends can have. Can oh my God, have yes, get me Ross in that shit. I want Ross in that game right now. <laughs> <laughs> we were on a break. His super attack. <laughs> pivot, 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 and knocked off. <laughs> yes. 
Oh man, that's great. Yeah, you know, like you said, Lord of the Rings, they obviously have Gandalf. Yeah. There's a lot of characters they can use from there. I can totally see Sauron being a character with just a fucking yeah. eye doing random shit. <laughs> I can see that as like a boss, actually, to be honest, more than actually playable character. Oh yeah. King Kong, Godzilla, there's plenty of characters Warner Brothers has access to. So gimme, I'm actually excited for this. Like I said, I, I'm kinda into the art style that, that they had for that image, so I'm excited. Please. Uh, you know, with how many leaks and the fact that they, you know, took them down, I was actually expecting an announcement at State of Play for that game. But we'll see. We'll see what happens. Maybe it's good. they're saving it for Video Game Awards because that's not long from now. Yeah, probably. Uh, Alfonso. Yeah, Alfonso. I'm like you, Gary. I, I want it now. When I when I saw that Finn and Jake is going to be in this, all I thought was Jake suit. I get to be the Jake suit. I want to be the Jake suit fit inside Jake. I know that sounds weird, but yes, I want the Jake suit. I also want to play as Buzz because, you know, Looney Tunes, Animaniacs, they could do all those crazy things that they did in the cartoons with the anvils and the, the dynamites and the explosive with all that. Um, like you said, Warner Brothers has this huge collection of characters. So over time, this game could go on for many years to come. And it is nice that it's free to play. You could just, like you said, pay, we pay to add characters into it. Um, I have played the Nickelodeon one. Uh, I forgot, I think, it was, I think it's called Brawl Stars or something like that. And yeah, it's good. And, and then there, there, are char- there are characters I know and certain ones I don't because of today's generation. But I know majority of the Warner Brothers characters. So I think I'll enjoy this more than I did with the Nickelodeon one. And it's like the art, it, you know, it has the feel of, of Smash Brothers. So I'm I'm looking forward to it, and I want it now. I, I hope we get to see something of it soon. I posted an image of the yes. What was I was talking about? Yeah, <laughs> yes. Ugh. Oh, it's the heads. <laughs> the talking the head. The, okay. Yeah. Show me what you got. <laughs> was that the music episode? Yeah, that was the music. A you can see the music. Yo, yeah, you can see yeah. the there's the speakers as the stage. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so... Get riggedy, like riggedy, I'm, 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 I'm excited for it. Actually, I was wrong. Shaggy was in the character select screen. My bad. But yeah, uh, Ultra, Ultra <laughs> Instinct Shaggy. Yeah, apparently, there was a huge leak that nobody can really say if it's real or not. Um, Why does I think Gandalf have so, said... I'm sorry, but Gandalf and... Gandalf looks so fake. <laughs> it's like Clayton yeah, Gandalf. They're... Yeah, I don't know. Who knows? I think he looks like pretty good, though. I don't know. Wonder Woman, they look good. I'm just saying, they compared to the art style, I know it's, I know it just clashes to me. I, I, I want, I just want Wiley Coyote. Like every move he does just hurts him. So he's like, he's like the Dan of that game, where he's yeah. just totally useless. <laughs> but yeah, I'm excited for it. Uh, I obviously they can have a potential roster of overall if they wanted to, and it would be cool. Like you said, you know, if it's free to play, you can pick and choose what characters you want. If you don't give a shit about, you know, freaking. Um, Daffy Duck or something, you don't have to buy him if yeah. you don't want to. I'm buying Rick and Morty, though. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Warner Brothers, I think, owns Comedy Central. Um, I think that's part of the yeah. Warner Brothers label, so you can easily have South Park in there as well. Oh. So. <laughs> uh, what are you saying? There's something about a leak. Oh, uh, yeah, there's a supposed leak of a lot of the characters that they're planning to have slash DLC, but nobody's willing to confirm it or deny it because it's the list is so ridiculous that it's probably fake, but it could also probably be real for some characters. Uh, some of these characters include Ace Ventura, Austin Powers, uh, the Penguins from Happy Feet, um, Annabelle from the Conjuring movies, um, Pee Wee Herman. Uh, so, so people aren't going to really comment and say if that list is real or not. But Considering, supposedly, how many... All the different like franchises they threw in Space Jam Two. I mm-hmm. I kind of believe anything when it comes to what characters could be in this game. Like, yeah. I just hope they don't add too many at launch because uh, see, I like the idea of having so many characters to play as. But the issue mm-hmm. is you'll get balance problems eventually once you add too many characters, especially if you launch all at once. Um, well, it's not just a balance thing. I, to me, I also feel it's like how long until we start seeing characters play exactly the same. That's what I said. Oh, that was about to say as well. Or <laughs> well, the second point oh, is, okay. um, you've got the issue of cookie cutting. Like, mm. if you add sixty characters, but thirty of them, uh, 
basically the same character. It's it's not really it does it doesn't show love to that franchise if you have thirty people that play the exact same as other thirty people. Yeah, you may as well just do it as a skin for other characters that are already there. Yeah, yeah. No, I I'm excited, but I'm worried at the same time. So, yeah, about, uh, the rumor with it as well. Sorry, is that Nether Realm Studios is making this game? Uh, that's already been debunked. They are not yeah. making that game. It's somebody else. So. I would have been okay with NetherRealm, because obviously they have experience in fighting games, but... How about, who how about it is, this weird no theory? Idea. What if they started the yeah. game and then got pulled off it? <laughs> like, uh, maybe. I mean, they, or they could have just been like a support company to like, yeah. okay, we laid out the groundwork, now you take over and finish it up. So, who knows? I think tell depends on what the engine is, because if the engine has anything to do with the Mortal Kombat stuff, we'll know. Yeah. Talk about stuff, though, that got announced recently... That's not leaks and not speculation. State of Play happened recently and everyone was mad for some reason. Um, <laughs> uh. We'll start with some of the games, though. Um, Death's Door was announced and it got a release date of November 23rd, 2021. And you get Titan Souls free if you pre-order. This does look good, but Endwalker is out that week, so I'm not playing anything else. But, <laughs> Gary. Uh, yeah, Death's Door, I'm actually kind of looking forward to this. Uh, I think this is right now the highest rated was the highest rated Xbox exclusive game because it was exp- exclusive to Xbox when it came out. Uh, and it's their highest rated game. Uh, so now that it's coming to PlayStation and Switch, I might just pick it up on Switch instead of PS4. But I'm kind of looking forward to it. it. I hear it's pretty fucking good. So. Alfonso. But before I, I uh, give my opinion on the game, I just want to say I don't know why people are so disappointed with this state of play. I think Sony has given enough, has given enough to us gamers throughout the whole year. And me personally, I was okay with this just because we got enough. They gave us more that's coming next year and the year after. They can't give all first party games. They they can't burn us. Yes, <laughs> we would love all first party games, but th- that's not going to happen. There needs to be a balance. So I, I think what it was, Alfonso. Uh, is obviously the expectations of people is so high and nothing can ever meet those expectations. Yeah. But I think what 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 added to that was that when they said this is going to be third party only, uh, I think people kind of knew there wasn't going to be no God Award, nothing like that. But I think they expected triple uh, A third party. Which I was, was a little bit. I was hoping for Fantasy 16. Yeah. I was hoping for a you little know, bit. I was hoping for... I was hoping for a teaser. I wasn't hoping for like a big gameplay show that everyone seems to be wanting, but I was mm-hmm. expecting like 20 seconds. Like, like they did with, because yeah. they did with seven, because if they said, oh, we're not talking about seven. And then it was shown off at State of Play with like a coming in a few months later, more details. <laughs> I was expecting like 15 seconds of Fantasy 16. It's like early 2022, more details. Yeah. And, you know, like I said the week the week before, I, I kind of said, I think so, Square is going to stick to their thing and not talk about 16 this year, which they said they weren't going to do, and looks like they're sticking to it. Um, would I have liked it? Obviously, I would have liked it. Uh, but I just think people, when they said third party, I think people expected, oh, Capcom's going to show the DLC for Resident Evil 8. Bandai Namco is going to be there. Um, Square Enix is going to be there. The, essentially, in their in their thought, third party means third party publishers and developers. Uh, what obviously they showed was, I would say, ninety percent of it was indie game, which is still third party. But I think that's what pissed people off because people, let's face it, people still don't really give a shit about indie, which they should because there's some incredible indie games out there. Yes, um, mm-hmm. but I think that kind of hurt them in their mind. Because they were expecting Square and Capcom and whoever the fuck else you want to pick to to showcase games there. So sorry, but that's all. Stop being greedy. You can't always get what you want. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, as for Death's Door, yeah, like Gary, I I'm totally off for this. Like this, out of all the games that were shown there, besides the last one, I think it was called Little Giants. This is the one. This is one of the ones I want the most. So yeah, I I, I definitely want this. When when is this coming out again? November 23rd. Um, yeah. I remember because that's, that's the same yeah. day as Ed Walker. Damn, so. that's like, what, four days, four days before, after Pokemon? Damn. Ah, God. Yeah. <laughs> ah, <laughs> yeah, that got be put on the backseat deck, but I will, <laughs> I will yeah, get Pokemon. it played. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, if you do like Pokemon, remember that if you go to GameStop in America, 
you can get a shiny version of the current legendaries. They're just giving them away to everyone. So there's that. Yes. Oh. Good to know. Um, Star Ocean. That also got announced. Yes. So, uh, that's a big game by the company, Square Enix. Mm-hmm. Um, the Divine Force, which I don't know anything about because I've never played the Star Ocean game. Gary. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Star Ocean is a pretty old franchise. It started its life on, um, I want to say, the PlayStation 1. Uh, people think it started on the Super NES. I think it was the PS1. Um, it was first departure. It's a mix between sci-fi and fantasy, where in the entire franchise, you pretty much play somebody from space, from obviously advanced civilizations, and the rule is okay. you can't interfere. What's up? Star Ocean started on NES. SNES. It was the, the SNES, okay. But only in Japan. Um, the Super Famicom had a Star Ocean, and then okay. that would became so, Star Ocean: The First Departure on PSP. No, it was and on PS One. Wiki says it was on PSP. Well, there was a Star Ocean on the PS One. I shall work out what it is. <laughs> Unless Ocean, they skipped it and went straight to the second one. Star Ocean: The Second Story was on PS One. Okay, so they just skipped the first one and went with the second story on the PS One. Okay, yeah, and then the, the first departure went was on PSP. Which was okay, which a remake, was remake of the first one of the on in the Japanese version. Okay, because I know they remade the second one on the PSP as well. Yeah, right after that. Alrighty, my bad then. Not, no, um, it's, you know, it's a lot of com- complicated games. <laughs> we can't know everything. Yeah, so yeah, the the rules of the civil of this world is you can't interfere with the development of countries or planets um, that are primitive to you your kind so if your technology is greater than theirs you can't go to that planet and be like hey look what i can do look at my phone and they're like what the fuck is that you're a witch i'm gonna kill you um so that's kind of like the the background of the universe that exists apparently every game is canon and there's a timeline even though they don't really intersect with each other uh but star ocean uh is a pretty cool franchise uh it has an action-based combat system um which tails the Tales franchise kind of took... Well, no, Tales came before that, so it's kind of the same as the Tales franchise. Let's just go with that. If you played a Tales of Destiny game or a Tales franchise game, you'll know, you'll, you'll know what I'm talking about when it comes to the combat of, of Star Wars. Um, but yeah, this is exciting news, because I think a lot of people kind of thought the franchise was kind of done, done for on consoles uh, after the last game, which I think is Integrity and Faithlessness, which was okay it didn't really do it for a lot of people of the uh, that that love the franchise um there's a lot of missteps with it uh i believe they made uh star ocean the last hope was like an xbox 360 exclusive for a long time and that really killed the sales because um people in japan didn't give a shit about xbox 360 so they didn't buy the game uh they did eventually release it on the ps3 which bummed the sales up but just a lot of missteps with that franchise um they also did a mobile game for it which shut down within a year um so i don't i think this is a big surprise for a lot of fans um like i said they pretty much thought that the franchise as a major player and a major game coming uh was essentially dead so this looks cool um graphically uh i don't want to attack it or be mean, but it does, in my opinion, look like a PS3 game. Um, I know it's coming out sometime next year, so there's obviously time to adjust it and stuff like that. Um, but this is the first one that's open world. Um, a full open world to explore. We saw in the trailer you can fly around uh, and explore the world that way. We saw some town that you can go into. Um, I'm not a fan of the main character. He looks super generic. Um, but we'll see how it goes. So I, I am actually excited for this. This is obviously Square Enix, so a big publisher was there. They may not have shown the game you wanted to see, but it's a game that I wanted to see, which is a return to a franchise that I actually very much enjoy. So I'm excited. Let me ask you, Gary. Is yes. there any way to play any of the old games? Uh, yes. Okay. Yeah, so they actually re- remade, remade the first one uh, on the PS4. So you can play Star Ocean, the first departure on your PS4. They did remake it again. Um, you can play um, the PSP games on your Vita, I believe. You can still download those from the Vita store. Um, and they have Star Ocean 3 till the end of time and Star Ocean The Last Hope uh, on the PS4. 
which they released. They're not the Star Ocean Three is not a PS2 classic. It's just like an updated HD version of it that Square released, and so is Star Ocean: The Last Hope. So you can't play those games on the PS4 if you want, and your Vita. Oh, I know what I'm doing because I also want this game. I never played the franchise. It <laughs> looks good, but what you're saying that this is canon and it follows in terms of timeline. Yeah, I need to play this before this one comes out, or just play them before it's time to get this uh, next iteration. So yeah, well, like yeah. I said, they're all there's a timeline, and I think they've actually released an image of which game takes place before what, but like. They don't really intersect in any way. Like characters don't reappear. They're like set like hundreds of years apart. So you're mm-hmm. not gonna really hurt yourself if you don't really follow it chronologically. But um, the fifth Star Ocean game, Integrity and Faithlessness, was the last one they released, and that was on the PS4. So you can also play that one as well. So Square has done a really good job trying to get this franchise on every modern console that you can play it on. Which is more than I can say for what they've done with fucking Final Fantasy and um, Dragon Quest. Which I think is super weird because Star Ocean is obviously not as big as any of those. So Talking maybe it's their attempt to... Fantasy V hmm? finally comes out November 10th on PC. The remaster. Woo-hoo! And then the best one comes out after that. Probably in December? <laughs> yeah. Finally, then we'll get to experience the great Final Fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> Though I will say I'm expecting all six to come out next year on console. I hope so. I'll play the shit out of those games on my Switch. Because it's the anniversary next year, isn't it, uh, Fan Brightly? Of which Final Fantasy? <laughs> it'd be, it'd be fa- the fa- first Final Fantasy's 35th year. Oh, okay. I don't know why I got confused there, because I turned 35 next year, and I was... Oh, well, that, that's why that's why Stranger of Paradise is coming out next year. Yeah. It's essentially a prequel to the first Final Fantasy. Yeah. It'd be... Yeah, it's the anniversary of Final Fantasy 1, so... Two? And because he wanted to make a story about an angry man. Who <laughs> <laughs> listens to, to rock music? Crawling <laughs> uh, in my skin. Oh my god. Talking about crawling on my skin. Bug snacks. <laughs> Talking about bug snacks. Um, new DLC got announced for free. Coming in 2022. I'm excited. I'm excited to play more of this horror based video game. This horror vore food video game. Alfonso. Are you talking um, bug snacks? I never finished. I, I never finished bug snacks, but I I love that it's getting DLC. Kind of reminds me of Ghost, you know. These new there's yeah. a creature has their own little island, right? Just like how Ghost has an island in, in the DLC. So and then, you know they're much bigger, a little harder to catch because of them being bigger. So you have to use a little more strategy to catch them. But yeah, it, like it's it's a fun, easy game. Like my sister played it more than I did. She enjoyed it so. I know she's looking forward to it, but yeah, eventually I have to finish the story to just, yeah, cause I never finish the story, but I'll get around it, but it, it looks all right. Gary, are you talking Yeah, I never snacks? played it. Nope, I never played it. I'll be honest, I, I haven't played it, I've just watched people. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm excited for people who liked it. Um, it's obviously a good surprise, because I think it is a surprise. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, good for them. It was a PS Plus game. Well, the first mm-hmm. PS5, PS4 game, so... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's getting housing and hats. Nice. So, um, Little Devil Inside got a new trailer. Still no release date. Um, it looked okay. I'm not sure what it was, but it looked okay. Um, <laughs> Alfonso? Yeah, this, this, out of all the games, this is the one I want the most. Um, yeah, like you, Ben, <laughs> seeing it is a little confusing, like, what exactly it is. But it just looks beautiful to me. And... I, I just want my hands on it. That's that's all I really can say. Yeah, I agree. Gary? Yeah, I've actually been following this game since it was on Kickstarter. Uh, I think it's been like six years now uh, since its Kickstarter campaign ended very successfully. Um, I know a lot of people have been very upset with the developers because they don't put out as many updates as other Kickstarter campaigns do. I missed out on its Kickstarter, unfortunately, so I wasn't able to donate. But um, I've been following this game for a long time. Uh, I've been looking forward to it for a very long time. Uh, this is the first time even Kickstarter people have seen the overworld map where, you know, he kind of looks like a fucking doll moving around. So nobody knew that that was part of the game. That's the first time anybody has seen that. So it's cool to see that. Um, but as far as everything else, people have seen that the combat, is, I think, still looks really good. Um, I know it's a lot slower based. It's definitely a uh, Souls-like. 
difficulty from what I've been hearing from people who have played the builds, the Kickstarter builds of the game. Um, they say it's a very difficult game, um, but I'm very excited for it. It's also a very violent game. Uh, I don't think they showed it here because obviously it was live, but there's a lot of blood and gore, decapitations, enemies exploding, cutting limbs off, stuff like that. Um, but I'm super excited for it. Um, like I said, I've been looking for it for a very long time. I'm very disappointed that there's not even a release window, not even a coming in 2022. Um, so that really sucks. I don't know how big the development studio is. I believe it was like four people when they started the Kickstarter. I think they've grown in size since then. Um, but it's definitely taken a very long time. And I just hope that it delivers on what I am hoping the game is. Yeah, needed some sort of release date or window. Ben? Alfonso? I'm here. Ben is gone. He's finished. Sorry, I had to rush off. I'm back. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I think that's about it for today. Anyway, has anyone got anything else you want to I have up? one story. Yeah, I have a story. Gary, I know you don't care for Marvel, but you do care for this person. Amy Henway, former director of Naughty Dog, I mean, I'm sorry, Uncharted, is making a Marvel game. <laughs> yeah. Amy Henning. Yeah. And yep. it's gone. What? Isn't that isn't she the one that seems to get cursed in every game that she's been making recently has just been cancelled released? <laughs> who knows? We'll see. Um yeah, working on a Marvel game. If for those who don't know Amy Henning, yes, she wrote the first three Uncharted games. Um mm-hmm. she also did the Legacy of Kane franchise. Uh, mm-hmm. from Soul Reaver, Soul Reaver Two and uh Deception. Um so yeah, I've known her in the games industry for a while. Is it everything she writes is essentially pretty fucking good. She's also the co-writer of Forspoken, uh, which mm-hmm. is the, yeah. the, the new yeah. Square Enix game. Um, but this is interesting. Marvel, yes. It's the, the Skydance's first um, AAA title uh, based on a Marvel franchise. Um, I'm going to say it's Daredevil. <laughs> honestly, I don't care who it is. I, I honestly, yes, I, I love Marvel. And yes, it would, it would be nice to have Daredevil because... The way how Marvel's going in terms of Spider-Man, Spider-Man does have interaction with Wolverine and Daredevil, even though her game won't be connected to Asam yet. But honestly, I don't care just because of her writing. You saw what she could do with Uncharted, and you know that game, that Marvel game, was going to have heart and passion, and she's going to tell a story. The only thing is, I wish it wasn't Marvel. As much as I love Marvel, I wish it wasn't Marvel, and I wish it was DC because DC is so much dark. And I think would have had a better. It would have been a better story if it was DC. That's my only thing. <laughs> I actually do care what character it is because there's some characters I just do not give a fuck about. Um, unfortunately, <laughs> Daredevil is one of those characters. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't care for that character. Um, but it is going to be a Marvel game. If it's good, I'll play it. I'll probably play it anyway because I'm just a fan of comic books. Yes. Mm-hmm. I would like it to be a Punisher game, to be honest with you. Oh, yeah, that would be nice, yeah. Um, or even a Blade game. I think Blade deserves a good game. Um, but I'm sure it'll be something that fits in to what we've already come, come close to in their uh, mm-hmm. video game world. I know it, it, it'll be interesting to see if somehow Insomniac is able to connect like Guardians of the Galaxy to it um, and just mm-hmm. have their like a video game um universe yeah like the movies do obviously they'll be made by different publishers and different developers but it'll be cool if they were set in the same world i uh-huh. think yeah i'm looking forward to this any game you would want then or any character um i don't know i'm gonna google marvel characters and then oh my god don't pick the first random shit that comes out <laughs> <laughs> i know because you know the uh, one i would say anyway so uh... i know and that's probably never gonna happen yeah, Squirrel Girl's Nobody never going to get her own video game. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Um, Moon Knight. There we go. Oh, Moon Knight's a good one. Yeah, yeah. Because I know he's got his own TV show, right? Yes, Disney Plus show. Yeah, there we go. See, I picked one that wasn't ridiculous, like Squirrel Girl, <laughs> even though it should be Squirrel Girl. A dark... I was totally expecting you to be like, I want a game based on the blob. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> or Jubilee. Give me a Jubilee game. No, no, that's I mean, worse. No, no. I want Jubilee to be in the Wolverine game. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I'm not talking as a playable character, but I would love to see some like other Marvel characters that aren't well known to be like Easter eggs inside the Wolverine game. They don't even have to be story point, I, but I'm just like the only one I care about is Rogue. Rogue needs to appear and Squirrel Girl. She's go. the best. God damn you! <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure there'll be some stupid Easter egg where he's walking through the park and he sees a squirrel, and he's like, "Oh, look at that squirrel girl running around." And Ben will just have a massive erection and explode all over his room. <laughs> oh, Gary, why, 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 why? That's why Spider-Man hasn't said anything. Who look at all those squirrel girls running? Uh, one day I'll have that power that I can tell a company to add squirrel girls to their game. Oh, damn it, dude. <laughs> anyway, so that's it for this week's episode. Uh, Gary, you got any shout-outs? Yeah, get... Shout-out to you guys, as always. Thanks for having me on. Uh, shout-out to the listeners. Thank you for listening and putting up with my constant stuttering and confusion. Um, then you can reach me on Twitter at Gagosh, that's G-A-G-L-A-U-S-H. Alfonso? Shout-out to you, Ben. Shout-out to you, Gary, like always. Thank you for having me on this week. Um, Shout-out to all the listeners. Shout-out to all the followers. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at AliShan7. I'd like to shout out to both everyone that listens and to Gary and Alfonso. Remember, next month, Endwalker comes out. So once it comes out, I won't be talking to anyone ever for a month. So until then... Don't worry, Ben. You're going to finish that thing in like one day. (laughs) Uh, Two. Two days. days. (laughs) Damn. (laughs) Because i got to level up the new job as well first, remember, because it starts at level 70. Don't worry, guys. i got to have micro sweeps every 30 seconds. (laughs) Uh... Look, I'm used to it with this world tournament, okay? Oh my god. <laughs> go oh. check out, anyway, go check me out on Twitch, I'll taste Google Car on Radio. Also, go follow me on Twitter, I'm empty underscore chili. Thank you everyone for watching and listening. We'll be back next week with more news and probably getting ready to hype up the video game awards, which we'll be disappointed with as soon as it happens. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, until then, goodbye. goodbye. Also, if you do enjoy the intro and outro music, thank you again to Flash from Motion Radio. Goodbye. Thank you.